720 podcast with Skinny, Reese, and Carrot. Boys, how was your weekend? We're back, baby. You. Always a good weekend when the Broncos win, mate. Oh, yeah, Broncos winning, Storm winning, Cowboys are winning. It's not bad, but um, yeah, that team on the bottom, I'm just not going to talk about them anymore. So they're, they're dead to me now. Then you um, you were texting us flat about three or four weeks ago when the top four in the table getting a bit excited. That seems like a long, long time ago, Ansel. Yeah, I don't I don't listen back to the first few podcasts, so um, yeah, I don't I don't really know what you're talking about, to be honest, mate. Um, apparently, <laughs> apparently someone said Adam Clune was a premiership winning halfback. He looked like one or something like that. Oh, I don't know, mate. I just. It just you just got to worry about the present and the now, and uh, that, that's the the Cowboys in third spot, mate. That's all I'm that's all I'm concerned about. The Knights have really got a boost since Pong has signed that uh, five year deal. It's really put the club put the club in a good position, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to institute just one rule for this podcast, boys. Before we get into it, just just no Newcastle Knights talk. I might not even talk about their game this weekend in the preview. So um, all sweet with that rule. No, no chance. <laughs> Damn, thought I was going to get away with it. Um, boys, uh, how was your weekend? Haven't haven't caught up with you for a little bit, so uh, he's haven't been on the pod for a while. What's what have you been up to? Did you did you get rained out? Did you do anything fun? Well, it was, it was probably good that it was raining because I couldn't couldn't go outside anyway. I'd um, COVID last week, so I've only recently oh. had seven day ISO. Join the club, Henchy. How did you get through it, mate? Oh, I made it. Honestly, I went to a, a work function, so it was an all-day event. And then, mm, where, one of those functions where everyone's making out and kissing each other and stuff, yeah? Yeah, one of those bad boys. Yeah. So there was an awards night as well, and then two days after that, I woke up and felt like a bus had hit me. So, mate, it knocked me around for a couple of days, but we're back fighting fit. Beautiful. And the storm just keep winning, mate, so I'm sure that made you feel good. Seriously, what can't they do? The boys, eh? Oh, mate, that was good. like my third question, but I was just asking now. Like, do you get sick of winning? Like, how is it to be a Melbourne Storm supporter over the last twenty years? You wouldn't know as a night supporter, but you never get sick of winning. Honestly, like the more you win, the more wanna, the more you wanna win. So you you start to expect to win. Mm. Um, yep. Yeah. Night fans wouldn't know that, but. Mate, yeah, I was I was feeling good for two weeks. Like for two weeks, I was like, "What date's that grand final?" Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll make some time off for that from work. Yeah, yep. <laughs> the early crow, eh? Yeah, the early crow. Anyway, Kerry, you've been getting any of this rain uh, up your way the last few days, and apparently for the rest of this week, have you got a have you got a go to rain activity that you do at home? Ah, uh, mate, when you're an eighteen month old, it's batting down the hatches, and if you can't get outside, it's play tractors and. Yeah. Brum brum around the house. That's about the about the best of it at the moment, mate. Fair enough. No um no babysitters around in town anywhere that uh you know, you and the missus can have some alone time. Can't afford that, mate. Can't afford that. <laughs> oh please. <laughs> mate, I'm surprised you haven't sponsored the podcast yet. You got that much cash. Yeah, mate, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's in the pipeline. <laughs> it's in the pipeline. Uh, well, mate, about the storm support, I've already asked Tinchy about that. He just, it's just, you know, a usual thing to only have two losses a year. Mate, the Broncos, you've had a few wins now. How are you guys feeling? Is uh, He's already booking grand final flights because you usually do bit, get over the top with one three, or two wins. Three in a row. Three in a row, three is it? Row. Oh, okay. It's hard to hard to count to three, It's um, especially for Broncos supporters see. these days. Yeah, last year's grand finalist again, easy win. We didn't have to go to Golden Point like some southern side to, to beat them. We beat them in regular time quite easily. 
Um, Sharkies, I don't know what the whole, all the hype's about. We made them look second grade. And, um, yeah, we gave the doggies a bit of a head start, but uh, I ran all over them. So, mm. ah, it's been a good three weeks, mate. Well, um, big test this week, Turbo. Mm. Turbo on Friday night is, is um yeah, this we'll, is a big test. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that one. Um boys, before we get into the footy tour, a couple more things. Favorite sport other than rugby league, obviously we're all kind of tragic NRL diehards, but uh Hinchy, what is your favorite sport apart from rugby league? I have a bit of an idea what it might be. I've got a soft spot for mixed netball at the moment. I'm uh, running a muck in GA, <laughs> but I must say my 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 all time favourite sport is tennis. Um, yep. I've played it all my life. Mm. Still playing it now with the uh, the old man. So yep. yeah, trying trying have a hit every every couple of days and um, show, show my old man more, more. So he's sixty. He can't move that quick, but mm. I still good competition. <laughs> good competition. Yeah. <laughs> good competition. Yeah. That's all right. Um. The, yeah. And the rumours are you used to give. Tomic and, and Co. a bit of a flogging back in the day, back in your junior days? Yes, yeah, so I played Bernard Tomic. Um, I played Johnny Millman. Um, who else have I played? I played John Patrick Smith. Um, and I think combined, I took about four games off them in three matches. So yeah. went well. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah. um, just um, before you leave, just pick up all those names you just dropped as well. Um, Kerrod, what about you, mate? Uh, Apart from uh, the two or three wins the Broncos get you a season these days, what's your favourite sport? Again, I have a bit of an idea what that might be. Yeah, mate, bit of a football or people in Australia call it soccer tragic. So a bit of a the real football. Liverpool right. diehard. So. Yes, mate, we're looking yeah, good. Mate, How many trophies are we going to take home this year? Yeah, we've got, uh, we've got a big game tomorrow morning. Mm. Hopefully we keep the Premier League alive. And then we got Sunday morning, I think it's one o'clock in the morning, so we've got the oh. alarm set. We've got the FA, FA Cup final against Chelsea, so... Beautiful. And then uh, a few weeks down the track, we got the Champions League final against Real Madrid. So I'm pretty sure we've got huge, that wrapped up. Yeah, we should have at least two trophies out of that. Yeah, you'd want. Yeah, hopefully three. I don't think we've got the Premier League. I think City will be yeah. too good, but um, yeah. three or four would be nice. That's all right. It's sort of it's our version of the Storm, mate. We're sort of getting a few wins now as Liverpool fans. So that's that's the closest thing we've got to like the 20 year run Hinchy's had. Yeah, mate, it's nice. But Klopp just re-signed uh, last week for another two seasons, so he's here until 2026, so it's a good period. Oh, it's different to hear you talking good about Klopp, mate. You've been wanting fired for about 18 times over the years. Nah, mate, never. He's my boy. <laughs> uh, boys, any particular shows or anything that you're binging at the moment, especially with a bit of a wet week this week? Is there anything you're getting into at the moment, Hinchy? Oh, mate, I've got one for you. Mm. So write this down. Right. Blind spot. Blind spot. Is this going to be as good as Squid Game when you told me Squid Game was the greatest thing you'd ever seen in your life? Well, you did agree with me after you saw it, so yeah. give it a chance. It was that um, good I skipped the last six episodes, yep. Are you serious? Well, I watched the first four, and like in full, and after I watched them, I'm like, the only thing I'm really interested in is the actual games, not the 40 minutes of... Asian dialogue where I had to read subtitles all the time so I just I basically just like was skimming through it until I got to the game parts for the last five six episodes so yeah anyway Squid Game's got the the best ratings of any Netflix series ever so that's alright um, good on you but yeah Blind Spot um, with, with COVID and the rain mate I, um, I binged it five five seasons if you want a bit of it's not sci-fi what I'm usually into mm. bit a bit of mystery bit of Bit of thriller, bit of a um, bit of drama in there. Yeah. Um, 
So check it out. That's what I've been watching, mate. All right, blind spot. Might give that a go. Carried anything for your end? Yeah, mate. As we try and me and Mrs. try and start a new series, but every time we do, it's too hard to watch it with an 18, 18 months old. So <sighs> we just go back to the office, mate. We started the office again, so I think we're up to season three of the office. So how long are you? Just, I don't know how many seasons we watched it, mate. Oh, mate, the office. We watch is... it at least three or four times a year. Yeah, the office has always got a rerun in my house. Um, how many how many times are you flogging the whole? I've got an eighteen month old now in your regular everyday life. Is that is that your go to excuse? Do we need to start? Oh, mate, there's no better excuse. Yeah, no, you've learned from the best, mate. I can't you've, do anything. I don't want to go there. Yeah, you've got the uh, Robert B to playbook <laughs> down pat at the moment by the sounds of it. So you got got an excuse for everything. Yeah, mate, it's the best excuse. If you don't want to go out or if you don't want to do something, you say I can't. Got to look after the dogs. <laughs> um, boys in um, in footy news have we got anyone we wanted to run it straight from last week or, or even over the last few weeks someone who might have irritated you someone you want a bit more someone who's not getting your points in your fantasy teams at the moment Hitchy we'll, uh, we'll cross to you first mate anyone you want to run it straight I might give a bit more respect this time last time I was on I said Welchie after he had ruptured his Achilles yeah, that was a bit poor um, yeah. I don't think that was that was poor form yeah um, he, he's messaged the show since then it. he wants your address so Right, I'll take him on. I think Tamare Martin, I think he's playing well in terms of for the Broncos, but fantasy-wise, mate, he scored in the negatives on the weekend. Negatives? Um, Jesus. Negatives. He had a shocker. Four errors, missed a couple of tackles. So um, I was fuming. So if I want anyone to have a go and run it straight this weekend, it is my main man, Tamare Martin. Oh, you heard and carried with that uh, that comment, mate. Carried, who's your guy to run it straight this week? In terms of fantasy, I'm trying to think of someone in fantasy. I probably half my side doesn't run it straight, so I can't really comment on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Thunder are going that good, are they, mate? Yeah, yeah, horrible. Drinky's, drinky's my main man, so that's how bad things are. Oh, um, can't believe Hinchy doesn't have him. Mate, if Todd Payton could just keep drink water on the field for 80 minutes instead of taking him off in the last 20, that'd be nice, sorry. Oh, beautiful. Uh, you're keeping your 100% record of um, paying out uh, Todd Payton every time you're on the podcast, so that's good, mate. He's only got his team in third yeah, spot. Yeah, I'll have so, to make apology yeah. at some point. Too, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll have to apologise. No, nah, that's all right. When you do with the round preview, mate, you can apologise to Toddy all you want. Um Sticking with footy news, mate, uh, the Dolphins, uh, your boy Uncle Wayne there, Carrot, is, is he going to sign any decent big guns for the season? He seems like to be getting a bunch of uh, Q Cup players and guys looking after a bit of a pension before retirement. Um, is he going to get anyone? What's the odds of him getting at least one star to kick off next season? Oh, I think he's got 0% chance. I think he's just trying to put a bit of an experienced side together that's going to be competitive for next year. I think he's they're obviously going all in for Munster for 2024, so... Mm. I don't. I, there's no one off contract. Like, I can't see any club unless you know the Dolphins are prepared to pay a huge wage for someone who's not. And our club doesn't want. But I don't think any club. I think I don't think they're going to sign anyone for next year. I think I thought Reese Walsh was really there. Reese Walsh and Ponga, but both of them have come out. So yeah, surely yeah, if he just, just be, surely if he just goes to Munster and and even Reese Walsh, I guess he just says, "Look, boys, million a year and unlimited laundry powder. Like, what else do they want? Seriously." <laughs> Yeah, well, mate, I think they're going to offer Munster a lot more than a million. I think it's going to be 1.3, 1.4 to get him to get him across the line. It'll be hard to leave the storm. Like as much as I dislike the storm, you'd have to think a premiership in the next two or three years or this season is pretty pretty well set in stone. So he's got to give that up to go to a club that's probably going to struggle to make the eight for the next few years. So, yeah, big decision for money. 
Yeah, true. There's a lot of developments going on in Redcliffe at the moment too, mate. There's a lot of uh, Darren Lockyer-looking type apartments. I'm sure they could be given away with um, the salary as well. Uh, yeah, I think Wayne's got to get five of them, doesn't he? So. <laughs> I think he owns half of Redcliffe at this stage. Uh, boys, we're getting closer and closer to probably the favourite time of the year, which is uh, Origin. Um, probably, I think, about a month away till the first game. So, guys are starting to put their hands up for selections. Um Anyone, we'll probably go through the Queensland team this week. Might do New South Wales next week because, you know, they have 6,000 guys to pick from. Um, When I was doing my Queensland team the other day, I had to actually go back to last year's team because I had no idea who the hell are Queensland forwards that look like they can actually play more than 10 minutes on the field at the moment. So, uh, Kerrod, we'll go to you first, mate. Who have you got in your 1-17? to Any, Any selection surprises? Ah, uh, no, nah, pretty straightforward, mate. There's a few, there's a couple of boys there, but... Um, All right, give me your back went, line. Give me your I back went, line. Yeah, I went Ponger as my fullback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's sort of been there, done that. He seems to be able to handle himself very well, even though the Knights aren't going too well. Uh, I've got Coates on one wing. His defence has improved, obviously, under Bellamy. It was always going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the centres have got Gagai and Holmes. Um, mm-hmm. Thank right. Thankfully, thankfully, Holmes has come through this year because our center stocks were absolutely putrid. So. Yeah. Well, you got the same as thankfully. me, one to four so far, so it's looking good. I've got the exact same guys, yeah. Yeah, and then I've got on my wing. It's a bit of a toss-up, actually, between Oates or Cobbo, mm. which um, Oates is playing very, very well, a bit of experience, but um, mm. Cobbo's obviously got a lot more potential than him, so it's whether you want the experience or whether you want the youth. Yeah, um, so you've gone the yeah, two uh, Bronco. You got the two Broncos wingers, and I've got the uh, other Cowboys winger in mind. So yeah, that that sounds about biased between both like? of us. Mate, I got Felty there. I know he didn't have a very good performance oh, last yeah. year, but uh, mate, you know he's 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 playing pretty good this year. So hard to hard to fault him. Plus, he's a good backup goal yeah. kicker. If you, a good backup goal kicker if you need him. He can do those big line dropouts as well. So he's got a few more things to add to the team as well. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I, I think his performance last year in Origin was proof that he's sort of not up to that standard. But anyway, that's that's the beauty of picking your own swords, I suppose. <laughs> um, obviously the six, six and seven just pick themselves. Yep. No need to talk about those. That's two. right. Uh, then the front row, I went pap, big, you know, big Papa. Yep. Big so, Papa Lee. Yep. He has to, he has to start, even though he's probably best footy's morning. He still has to start. Um, yeah, obviously Harry Grant has to be the number yep. nine. Yep. Uh, and then for the other front row, I put Paddy Carrigan in there. He's playing oh, a lot of luck, but Of course you did. I think the way he played on the weekend shows just how good he is. So mm-hmm. um, I'd get him in there just at the start. That leg speed at the start, I think we're going to need that. Um, probably he's a bit slow these days, so I think Carrigan and starting we're going to need. And then on the edges, oh, it'd be nice to give the young fellas a go, but I think they're a few years away. So I went Kafusi and Capewell on the edges. Oh, yuck. Um, both of them, you know, getting older and slower, but we'll probably need that experience. And then lock forward, I went big Tino. Yep. Um, you pretty much only got then, two different for me, mate. So I've I've got Lindsay Collins starting at 10. Um, I think he could go out there yeah. and just rock a few cages in the first 20 minutes. So he's got sort of that, that yep. bit of oomph factor in him and a bit of intimidation. So, yeah, I've, I wouldn't mind yeah, Papali like and it. Collins as a front row combination. Um, yep. Kate, Kate Well and Tino, the same with me in the back row. I've given Nano a guy. I just think, you know, he's been in pretty good form. I know he's... His numbers and his stats don't really match up, but, um, mate, he scored seven tries. He's the third leading try scorer in the competition. When a guy you know, can find a try line, um, especially as a forward, I think they're, they're probably too valuable. They just seem to pop. He just seems to pop up in all the right places at the right time and um, seems to be pretty good for those short kicks. Everyone's expecting the, 
the kicks out to the wings and the, and the bombs out to the wingers. And I think sort of those little short grubbers or those short little chip kicks sort of are targeted around where the halves and the, and the back rowers and forwards are. And Nanai just seems to pop up and be able to get those balls. Um, he just has a knack for getting them. So I think that's probably a valuable commodity because New South Wales are just going to have amazing outside backs that will probably just swallow every ball in the air. So, yeah, I think having someone like Nanai, just a bit of a change of attack. I could see DC or Munster doing some little chip kicks or something like that in for him near the line where they don't expect it. So I think that could be a bit of an X factor for him. What about yeah. Jaden Sula? Uh, well, I don't yeah. think I don't think yeah. he's back in time, mate. I think he's out for another bloody six weeks or so. Oh, is he? Oh, oh yeah. There you go. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. He had that ankle surgery. He'd be at least four weeks out. So what what about you, Hinchy? Any, anyone in the starting 13 that we've mentioned already? Anyone different that you want to throw up at all? No, nah, mate. We um, we don't have too many to pick from, to be honest. And uh, I haven't done extensive research to come up with anything different. So I think that was the same. Um, Sewell was my only one, but if he's injured, that doesn't really help. So... Mm. Um, yeah, stocks are low, so that's probably the team that I would pick. Um, in the winger, yeah, I don't know. I don't love Oates on the wing, um, so I would probably go Felty or who was your other pick, Kerrod? Your other winger? Oh, the the other Broncos uh, winger. Yeah, yeah, he had, he had to go with either one Broncos winger or the other. So that was um, he looked far. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'd probably go X Factor, maybe yeah, Cobo or although Felty's probably. A little bit more reliable, um, although someone sometimes he has his mishaps. I think he's been there, done that. So mm. maybe throw him on on the wing. Everyone else, yeah, sort of picks themselves. I think felt he might have just shit the bed that last time. You know, which can happen. Your first first rep game and that. So, uh, what about your bench, Carrot? Um, yeah, mate. Um, I got as my number fourteen. It's a toss up between Cotter and Hunt. Well, I've, um, I've picked I picked both. Probably going more towards Cotter now, just because Cotter can play in the forwards. Yeah, and he can cover Harry if need be. So. Exactly, um, but no, I actually went. I went Hunt at the fourteen and and Cotter, uh, Cotter at fifteen. So I had both of them. I think they're they're both super versatile players. I think you just pick them both. Really, they'll they'll give you a bit of a chance. Yeah, I just think Harry can play eighty now. I think that was probably a bit of a question mark, but you know, last four weeks prove that yep. he can play eighty. And I, I think it'd be a detriment of Queensland not playing him at eighty. So you'd have to bring Hunt on as maybe a floating player or something. It sort of seems to bugger the attack sometimes, bringing those floating players on. So yep. I'd go Cotter, play Tino for the first 20, 25, and then bring Cotter in. And Cotter at lock for the next 55 minutes, he's not going to miss a tackle. So yep. I'd have Cotter as me 14, um, if he's obviously not there, Hunt. And then the rest of the bench, yeah, I'd probably go with a few big boys, probably either Fodawaka or... Um, Probably another Bronco. Bronco. I'll see how yeah, old yeah. Tommy Flegler goes in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. He played real well on the Origin last year. I know he's got some dumb stuff in his game, but um, he has a bit of dynamic with his offload. So either Fort Awake or Flegler, and then the other two would have Arrow and Collins. Arrow off the bench. He's a bit of mongrel about him. Yeah, Lindsay Collins, probably. Yeah. Lindsay Collins or Carrigan, whichever way you want to go there. Yeah, no surprise you had Broncos players in your team. I actually didn't have. Uh, one Bronco in my team apart from Luke Capel. So my 16 and 17, I went for feeder. Again, X-Factor, I think. He's uh, got a couple of weeks off, but he'll be back in time. Um, if he can come on in the last 20 minutes, uh, maybe make a couple of tackle busts, some offloads, and maybe score a try. Could be could be a difference maker. And 17, I had random Broncos play just because I knew Carrot was going to throw half the Broncos team in there. So I don't really care who it is, but because I've only got Capel in my side, I guess you can just choose any random Broncos player in that 17 jersey. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> what about you, Hinchy? Any other bolters for the bench? No, I don't think I'd have 
but Awaker maybe. I like Carrigan. I as much as it, uh, I hate to say that a Broncos player is going all right. Um, Carrigan, he is in pretty good form. Like he was unbelievable on the weekend. So throw him on the bench. Hunt, Cotter, and um, big boy Fifi. Um, like you said, if he can come on for maybe 25, 30 minutes and um, catch a couple of balls and bust a few tackles and maybe set up a try, then um, we need X Factor, mate. Like New South Wales are just good defensively across the board. I don't, you know, if you have just solid players, I don't think it's going to get it done. So you've got to have a bit of X Factor and and he's got it when he wants to have it. So throw him in there. And he's going to have like elite playmakers like Munster, Harry Grant and DCE setting him up. So... You know, if the defense is going to converge like they do in the Titans games, then you just open it up the middle for those guys to run through or even Ponger on an inside ball. So I think, yeah, having as many guys who are X-Factors and guys who can really make a break and score a try, uh, especially for Queensland because we don't have many guys. Like like, like you were saying, um, cared about Flegler and, and Corey Jensen or any of those guys in the Broncos. Like, yeah, they'll be good, solid players. But like Hinchy said, to beat New South Wales, we need as many, like, X-Factors as possible. And a, a good day for feeder game is going to be a lot better than a, a Carrigan or a Flegler game, unfortunately. So Yeah, but I, did you watch the feeder play in the two at State of Origins last year? Like, he was in pretty good form and he didn't offer he didn't offer a thing. And then Flegler in the last game, if feeder wasn't there, actually added a bit, so... Oh, yeah, I just don't, I don't think he's got it in him. I don't I, think he's I think got it in him. I, th- I, I, I think in those first two Origin games, you'd, you'd axe every single Queensland player. None of them showed up. So I don't think it was just day for feeder. I mean, they lost the first game by 50 points. So you probably could drop the entire team on that performance. But um, yeah, I think this year they'll be... I think they've got a little bit more pep in their step. I think Billy coming in as coach, uh, Queensland's going to be a little bit more switched on this time. Uh, I just didn't think the boys played for Greeny last year. I just don't think really anyone respected him. No one really wanted him there. Um, now that Billy's there, um, Cam's going to be there, Thursday's there, I think I think you're going to see a much more committed and improved uh, Queensland performance this year. So, yeah, anyway, we'll see how it goes. Um, but boys, looking forward to this weekend. Magic Round is here. It's back again for the third time. It's probably the best concept the NRL has really come up with since State of Origin. I can't really think of anything else that's been good, apart from anything you can come up with. Uh, bunker, mate. I think the bunker's really, really good. Getting some great raps in the media. Um, so, yeah, apart from the bunker, yeah, it's pretty good. Beautiful. What about you, Carrot? What, what else has been good since uh, since Origin, mate? Well, they actually didn't come up with a concept. I think they, they knocked it off England over in England Super League. They've had the, um, I don't know what they call it, they've had that for quite a few years. So oh, is that where it came from? Oh. Yeah, mate, they have it over there. Super League has been really all playing the one stadium for the day. So. Oh, well, that's a good it's prelude to, to mine, mate, because I've, uh, I've got a top five best NRL concepts that have happened in my lifetime. So I'll share my top five list with you boys. Uh, number five was um, having Billy Idol in the pregame show in the 2002 grand final. The power went out, Billy got the shits, and then he walked off stage. I thought that was a great decision. Um, number four, the salary cap. Uh, great institution by uh, by the NRL. Uh, back in the good old days, the Broncos just had the entire Queensland origin team in their lineup, and uh, once they brought in a salary cap, all of a sudden, all the good Queensland players started getting recruited to the Melbourne Storm, and uh, we've all sat back and gladly watched the Broncos suffer ever since. Um, my third best concept that's happened in the NRL, making Aaron Molan and Bo Ryan the host of the footy show. Um, the show had been a ratings disaster for decades with Fatty Sterlow, Matty Johns and Chief, or Nuffy footballers. They'd all played Origin and for a 
Australia and they had heaps of personality, blah, 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 dribbling their way through shows every week. And then they finally brought in some professionalism. They got the sideline reporter, Aaron Mullen, and then the uh, former footy player, Bo Ryan, who couldn't even cut it in the NRL as a winger. And uh, the show went to new heights. So I thought that was a great decision. Uh, number two, the Super League. Players used to be real people. They even worked a real job and um, they only just played the footy on the weekends. Finally, Super League came in. They started playing guys a million dollars a year and uh, they all started finally acting like sport little brats that were too good for the common man. So I thought that was a great decision. And uh, number one, best concept that has happened in the NRL since Origin making Braith and Asta host of NRL 360. Um, I used to be a bit of a night owl. I used to have trouble sleeping and staying awake and things like that. Um, but now, mate, I am absolutely guaranteed to be asleep by 7.30 on the couch every single night. So thank God Braith and Astra is now the host of NRL 360. So there you go, boys. That's my uh, top five concepts that's happened in the NRL in my lifetime. Good list? Mate, I'll give Braith one thing. He's better than Brandy. <laughs> Leave the old flog alone, mate. Oh, mate, that was the worst. I can at least listen, listen to Brace because he's an agent now, so he knows what's going on. Brandy was the absolute worst. <laughs> Shouldn't say salary cap around Hinchy, though. The Melbourne Storm did have a couple of books there for a few years there, didn't they? I can't remember the past, mate, so we just moved forward, don't we? <laughs> That's right. Um, boys, before we get into round 10 preview, is there anything fantasy nerd-wise you want to mention? Uh, I was going to give you a minute. I think I'm going to give you maybe 20 seconds. So uh, 20 seconds up to you. Go get into any type of fantasy crap you want to talk about. Well, we play each other this week, so it's um, the oh. grudge match. Oh, good Ooh. week! Good week to get you on then. Who's uh, who's 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 where on the ladder? Where are the where are the thunder? Where are the seas? I think we're fifth and sixth, aren't oh, we? Jesus Carrick? Christ! Uh, I don't think I'm that high, am I? I was pretty <laughs> <laughs> What are you? Six out of eight teams, Carrick? No, I am. I was six. We're six and seventh, right? Six and seventh. Wow. Okay. Negative 240. Okay. I'm going to take it back. I'm not going to get any fantasy advice of you guys. If you're coming six and seven, no one wants to hear any of your insights and uh, expertise. Mate, I've, had side out. I've had half my side out for the last six weeks. So I finally got them back. So oh, okay. Turbo's back, mate. is back. Schuster's back. The boys are back. Go time. Actually, quickly, now that we'll move on from fantasy, quick uh, fan email we had, Will from Wollongong, and he asked, who's our current top three fullbacks in order in today's game? Uh, for starters, I think Will sounds like a made-up name. I don't think there's nah. any fans going around from Wollongong. Last week we had Gary from Glebe, and this week we've got Will from Wollongong. Uh, that, that, that doesn't sound made up at all, if you ask me. We'll have Shaniqua from Shayla Park next week, I reckon. Hey, there's a good one. Throw that in there. <laughs> Top three fullbacks in order. Go. Uh, Pappy, Petty. Uh, who are the other ones? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we know who's going to pick Pappy first. Oh, well, <laughs> do you disagree? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Tamari Martin. Tamari oh, he's going to say Scott, Scott Drinkwater. <laughs> well, come well, on, Carrot. Give, nice give us your three, Carrot. Come on. Uh, to Mary Martin oh, would Jesus. be number one. We where's where's my button? Where's my button? Okay, give us your real top nah, three. Turbo's my number one. I don't know. He's he's had six. He's had six weeks out, mate. Everyone forgets how good he was last year. There was daylight between him and everyone else last year, and once he gets back, there'll be daylight between him and everyone else again, mate. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but will will from Wollongong ask your current top three fullbacks? He's not. That is my. Yeah, that, that, that's um, Turbo number one, mate. Number one, daylight second, daylight oh, second, mate. Yeah, I'd go probably equal Pappy and Teddy. I don't know. It's a toss of the coin. God. And then Drinky third. You're really disrespecting Will from Wollongong's question there by dancing around at Carrots. So um, yeah. Well, that that is it, that's, mate. That's it. Equal second and third. <laughs> Teddy and Pappy, I can't put them for second, and then I got Drinky, mate. Drinky is. Popping up at number three. Drinky, unreal. Okay. Um, I yeah, I'm can't pro- wait for Shanika's question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go the same as uh, Hinchy, mate. I think, yeah, Pappy's lights out at the moment. And um, oh, I think Teddy's actually been a bit quiet uh, of late this year. He had a really good game on the weekend for the Roosters. Um, but uh, I'll probably put Turbo at two and I'll put Teddy at three. There we go. And um, I'll put my boy Ponger at four. Um, anyway, that's the only night's talk. Uh, boys, round 10 preview, Magic Round. Let's get into it. Magic Round kicks off Friday night, 6pm, all games at Suncorp Stadium. Um, oh, this is the battle of a spoon to kick off the weekend. The Bulldogs and the Newcastle Knights, um, 15th versus 16th. Um, it's a bit of a toss-up game. Um, surely the Knights have got to get a win here. I mean, the Dogs can barely score 10 points a game. If they can't win this, they might as well just go back to New South Wales Cup. But, uh, boys, how do you see this, Hinchy? Uh, Knights get the cavalry back this weekend, and mm. uh, I reckon they'll do the dogs. They, they have to, mate. They have to. Oh, I'm not going to wear a Knights jersey, but I'll. hopefully they do. They do have some players back. Carrot, how do you see it? Oh, flip a coin, mate. Who, who would know? Who would know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what you mate. I'll, I'll flip a coin on Friday just before the game, I think. It could be it could be either way, mate. If Knights played like they did in the last 40 against Cowboys, then Bulldogs will probably win. It'll probably be six points to four or something, or four mm. points to two or something. It'll be yeah. one of those cracking games. Who's going to suck worst? Yeah. Friday is supposed to be still pretty heavy rain too, so it'll just make a, a dreadful game even worse. So, no, nope, that's it. I'll uh, I'll tip the Knights, and that's all we need to talk about that game. Eight o'clock, we've got a good one. Manly versus Broncos. Two teams just peeking their head into the eight spot. Manly in seventh, Broncos in eight. Carrot, uh, you are our resident Broncos supporter on this uh, podcast tonight. Uh, how do you see this one going for your guys? I'd probably lean towards tipping the Seagulls just from a tipping point of view. But if, if it's going to be rain around and that, it's going to pretty heavily favour the Broncos, I think, with big pain back. And like Hinchy said, Carrigan up through the middle. So, yeah, if there's a bit of rain around, like you're saying, I'll, I'll definitely be tipping the Broncos anyway. Uh, with Tommy Turbo and Burbo and Gerbo, I'm going manly. <laughs> just on uh, Burbo, is that, the, is that his official name? You'd hate to be Marty Tapao. Did you see that photo that circulated from the weekend, mate? Uh, Burbo gave him a, a good old bloody, um, good old fashioned tea bag while he was on the ground. Um, he's got a nice looking package there too, old Burbo. He's uh, packing a bit of heat. I, I wish he could give me some. <laughs> Come on, Hinchy. You got a big nose, mate. You know what they say about guys with big noses. Yeah, not for me, mate. <laughs> Doesn't relate. <laughs> Come on, Burbo. Hook me up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, I will lean the way of uh, Manly in this game too. I think uh, Broncos, you've had three nice wins, but um, yeah, I think I think Manly will just be maybe just a little too good with uh, Tommy Turbo one game back. Saturday, 3 p.m. kicks off at Suncorp Stadium again. Uh, and the Warriors are going to be playing against uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Both teams just outside uh, the eighth spot. So Warriors are in 10th currently, Rabbitohs in 9th. 
Rabbitohs just got the news today. I think uh, Cam Murray's out three to four weeks with a bit of a neck problem. Um, that's a huge, huge blow to them. Uh, the Warriors had been playing all right, but then they, they had an absolute shocker against uh, the Sharks on the weekend. Couldn't even win with a man down and even two men down. The Sharks were at one stage. So, uh, yeah, boys, um, Hinchy, we'll go to you first. How do you see this one shaping out? What's your tip? I don't care who plays for the South. I ain't tipping Warriors for the rest of the year. After their display on the weekend, like you said, playing the Sharks, um, they had an extra man, an extra two men um, for a period of time and, and couldn't beat them. Um, that was disgraceful. So I'll go South and then for the rest of the year, I'll go whoever's playing Warriors. <laughs> That's not a bad way to tip. Garrett? Jeez, it's going to be tough for the Rabbitohs without Cam, Cam Murray out as well. Pretty, pretty, probably one of the best leaders in the club and well on the comp. So, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to tip Rabbitohs just based. If Warriors had a snuck in or lost by a point or something against Sharks, I would have been tipping the Warriors. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to agree with Sinchi and unfortunately tip the Rabbitohs. Yeah, make it three for three. I'll also go the Bunnies. Um, Yeah, the Warriors just, I think, they probably had that good little sort of feeling about themselves to start the season. And I think this is probably around the time where they're going to just rattle off like eight losses in a row. So... Uh, yeah, their depth is definitely getting tested at the moment, so with a few key guys out in that. Um, 5.30, also at Suncorp Stadium, we've got the Titans and the Dragons, um, two teams that probably look like they're not going to threaten the eight at all this year. Uh, Dragons, though, have been uh, having a couple of wins of late. The Titans just keep disappointing everyone and, and lowering the expectations. Carrot, we'll go to you first, mate. How do you see this one shaping out? Um, well, just quickly back to that Warriors game as a fantasy inclusion. Tohu Harris is actually back in the back row. So there'll be quite a few owners of Tohu Harris. I know one bloke in the air comp who'll be fairly happy with that. So, yeah, just a bit of a heads up there. What's he worth about after 50, the 50 to 60 a week, is he? Probably not this week coming back, mate. But, um, yeah, in the coming weeks, there's probably not too many better better forwards in, um, in, the, ga- in the game and in terms of fantasy than um, Tohu. He's an absolute gun. So... Yeah, if he can get some fitness back, definitely. Yep, sweet. Um, anyway, to the Titans-Dragons game. Uh, Jaden Campbell is back. Does he make a difference at all for the Titans? Uh, I'll tip the Dragons. They seem to play pretty well against the bottom sides, Dragons. So I'll go Dragons. I think their defense, even though they got rattled by the storm, everyone seems to be getting rattled by the storm. Mm. I think their defense will be a bit too good for the Titans. Titans look absolutely shambolic. Yeah, they are pretty horrible, the Titans at the moment. But who knows, maybe Jaden Campbell will give them a little bit of a spark. Hinchy? Yeah, I'll have to go Dragons. They're showing a bit more go at the moment, a bit more grunt in, in defence. So I think defence will probably win that game um, and Dragons have better defence at the moment than the Titans. So I'll go the Dragons. Beautiful. 7.45, it is the blockbuster of the season. The two teams we all want to see, first, first, second, the Melbourne Storm, the Penrith Panthers. Unfortunately, some key outs for this one, um, mainly Pappy, uh, unfortunately, succumbed to both uh, PCL in his knee and also a, uh, a hamstring. So he's kind of done both legs, unfortunately. Uh, Hinchy, that's a huge out for your boys. Um, but do you still give you guys a good chance to knock off uh, the defending champs? Yeah, definitely give them a chance. You, you can never write off the storm, um, whether you like them or not. But um, look, my I will tip the storm. My heart says storm, but my head, I think, without Pappy, just the way he's been playing and the opportunities that he creates with the pace, and he's always backing up those, those line breaks and making half chances into tries. Um, I just think with him gone, Ramus gone as well, so we're going to have 
We're going to have Marion Seve probably. Um, mm. Yep, he's and, named three, yep. Yeah, and Dean Eremeyer. So two new pairing, winger and centre. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think Panthers... I don't want to say it, but I think they'll be too good. Yeah, I think if uh, the Storm were at full strength, I um, I would have been comfortable picking them thirteen plus. In all honesty, I thought they would they would have been penciling this game in and would have been looking to uh, shock the Panthers a little bit. Um, but yeah, with those key outs, mate, I yeah, I think it's going to be a bit of an uphill battle for them. Carried, what do you see it? Yeah, I was always even with Pappy. I was always tipping Panthers. Panthers will be hungry as after. After their loss last week, so oh, I think the Panthers are um, they've got too much strike out wide. I think their centers and wingers are um, a fair bit better than Storm centers and wingers. I think that's where they'll win. I think that's where they'll beat the they'll beat the Storm. So was it just an aberration last week losing the Panthers losing to the Eels? Uh, what we what we take out of that game? Uh, oh, Eels can beat the big side. Like, you know, Eels beat the Storm earlier in the year. Like, Eels get up for the True. big games. So yep. they played very well. The Eels. So. <laughs> Yeah, if there's anyone going to be the top two sides, it's only Eels. So yeah, it's just, it's a loss they probably had to have, and they're probably better off losing those sort of games earlier and you know getting the losses out of the road. I suppose. Mm. anything, Dad? Uh, I do want to say that I tipped the Eels. No big deal after you oh, came you, me out. After you I did, mate. Tip them, remember? Yeah, sorry, mate. I probably should have mentioned that uh, the boys had a few good wins on the uh, on their tips from the weekend on the Facebook page. So uh, yours was the first one, mate. Four dollars. Well done. Yeah, big green tick. And uh, can I get that round of applause? Can you put oh, that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, by all means. There you go, mate. You can produce the soundboard next week too if you want, mate. So. <laughs> um, I forget who they're playing. Who are you playing this week? I got too excited about last week. Well, that'll be later on, mate. We uh, that'll be in the next. Later on, mate. Next on game. Yeah, we're still on the Storm uh, Panthers game, mate. But we'll we'll move on from that. Oh, we're still talking about that game. Yeah, right. Eh? No, well, well, it is the blockbuster. It is the blockbuster of the season. It sort of seems it's one like of the biggest games in the yeah, right here. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, we'll move on then. Um, Sunday, one fifty. Also at Suncorp Stadium, we've got the Sharks in fourth place uh, up against the Canberra Raiders, who are currently in twelfth. Um, Jared Croker lasted all but one game back from injury, and he's out again. Uh, the Sharks probably had one of the the better wins that I've seen from a team in a long time, coming off a loss and then persevering with two men down and one man down for the whole game. I still like the Sharkies. I still think they're almost a top four lock this season, but. Uh, Hinchy, how do you see this game going? Uh, it's hard to go past the Sharks, mate, after what they showed on the weekend and just their form all season, I think. So Kennedy is out at the back. I think um, the centre, Ramian's out as well. But I don't. they actually gained something at fullback with Hines going back there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think they're going to be too strong this weekend. Yeah, I agree, mate. They got too much, too much attack for the poor old Raiders. And, yeah, Raiders, I think Whiten's out for another week. So, mm. yeah, Raiders, yeah. Yeah, pretty. It was a close game. I think Raiders hit him round one, but um, yeah, Sharky, Sharky's like Henchy said, will be too strong. Yeah, but just still, just a little bit young with those key veterans out at the moment, Canberra. So, um, yeah, poor buggers. They've pretty much their three best players they're missing at the moment. You forget Hodgson was out as well for the season. So. Uh, moving on to 4pm on Sunday, also at Suncorp Stadium. We've got the Roosters and the Eels. This is a good game uh, for a Sunday afternoon battle. Hopefully the rain's cleared up by Sunday and we'll have a good clash here. Um, I can't really split these teams. I guess probably on recent form, I'll, I'll probably go the Eels. But I've got zero confidence picking a winner out of this game. How do you look at Carrot? Yeah, I'll be about the same. Mate. It depends what Eels turn up. I think mm. these big games, Eels seem to turn up, so... 
yeah, if Eels play similar to what they did last week, I think they'll be two good roosters. Found a bit of form. Kiri and Walker actually sparked a bit in attack, and Teddy had his best game that he's had in a all year easily. So um, three tries as hopefully Teddy has a very very quiet game this week and does absolutely nothing. We'll be hoping so. Um, yeah, Eels, Eels for me and Teddy to do nothing will be my tip. Well, Teddy, that was absolutely his best game of the season last week. Um, just absolutely carved up the Titans, which isn't really much of a feat. But, uh, yeah, I kind of said on last week's pod with uh, Fat Reese, there was just something missing with the Roosters this year. I couldn't put my finger on it. I think I found out what it was last week. It was James Tedesco being one of the three or four best players in the world. I think he's had a two- or three-year run there where he was just lights out nearly every week for the Roosters. And he's just sort of not really done much of all this season, but um, he definitely was back in a big way last week. And uh, I think he's a big big key. When he's playing well, the Roosters usually are rolling. So, Inchi, what, what are your thoughts? I'll go Eels, just based on form. But Roosters are on the improve. I think it'll be uh, a fairly close game. Um, I think Teddy... On the weekend, well, the the Roosters as a whole, I think that's probably their best game of the season. Yep. When you look at how the whole team performed, um, yep. running plays and playing as a team. Before that, Teddy, I think Teddy was just trying to do too much. He was trying to be a ball player, runner, and he was just getting shut down. So I think it'll be a good game, but Eels, based on form, will be too strong. Yeah, and a couple of outs. Sam Verrills did his collarbone for the Roosters. Lindsay Collins is suspended as well. So there's a couple of players out. Connor Watson does return from a throat injury. So uh, Watto will probably give him some some mean metres out of dummy half and that. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I give the, the, the slight edge to Eels. I think that's the way to look at that one. But um, I'm currently near the bottom of my tipping comp this year, so don't ask me for a tip. Uh, finally, we finish Magic Round at 6.25 on Sunday. Jesus, is going to be a big drinking weekend. The West Tigers and the mighty North Queensland Cowboys, uh, also at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, boys, the Cowboys, absolutely riding high. Um, everything seems to be clicking. Chad Townsend, Tom Dearden look like premiership winning half combination. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater, who would have thought? He probably is the best fullback in the comp at the moment. Uh, Ruben Cotter, chopping everything that runs in front of him down. Um, and they're doing it all with some quiet performances from Jason Tamalolo, which is pretty surprising. So, Kerry, because you love the Cowboys so much, we'll go to you first. How do you see this game going? Yeah, he'd be a game man tip against the Cowboys this week, mate. Um, yeah, I think Cowboys Cowboys will be too strong and hopefully Scotty Drinkwater crosses for a few meat pies. Is that it, mate? That's that's all you can say about the Cowboys. Is it a little bit salty that they're doing so well at the moment? No, oh, no, it's good for Queensland, mate. It's a lot better than the three Queensland sides being down the bottom. Um, apart from the twenty fifteen grand final, I don't mind when the Cowboys have a bit of success. I prefer <laughs> them than the Melbourne Storm, that's for sure, anyway. I still, so, have, I still have that soundbite yeah, somewhere from the 2015 Grand Final. I can play that again for you if you want. No, nah, that's fine. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's good to see the Cowboys doing well. Like I said, I've got Scott Drinkwater on my side. Picked him up on the free agent list, and he's had a bit of a quiet week last week, but he's um, doing very well, old Drinky. So, mm. um, yeah, Cowboys should be too strong. Ruben Cotter, mate. I've got Ruben Cotter as well. And yeah. What an absolute beast that man is. What does he weigh? 85, 90 kilos. He plays 70 to 80 minutes in the middle of the park and makes gazillion tackles. and Mate, I think he's a heck of a young. Mate, I think you weigh more, even with your big, broad shoulders. I think you weigh more than Ruben Cotter. So yeah, I don't think I could tackle as well as him. Jeez, he can take, he can tackle Cotter. Either. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how good he was. I thought he was just a bit of a bit of a part-time hooker that would come on and you yeah. know do that. But um, 
he's unbelievable. Yeah, it's some of these young guys. You just you know you just got to give them a few years, and once they get comfortable and they've got a bit of talent, I mean the Broncos are seeing the same thing too. Some of those guys they've been breeding the last couple of years, they're starting to come good a little bit now. So yeah, you got to give these teams time when they're starting to blood a bunch of young guys. Um, or you just like the Melbourne Storm and you just steal all the good juniors all the time. But uh, yeah, you know some of these guys are starting to come up now for the cows, which is looking good. Hinchy, what do you reckon about the game? Uh, hard to go past the the cows. Um, they're in some pretty good form, and um, they're only playing the Tigers, mate. So Tigers get Laylaw back, um, which adds a little bit. But I think with Laurie out and just Tigers being Tigers this year, um, you can't really tip them. Um, no against most teams so and cows are in good form um as we all know so yeah we'll go to cows i think beautiful um yeah i will be picking the cowboys probably 13 plus i think they're they're rolling on all cylinders at the moment the combinations are getting there and um toddy payton mate is this where you're going to give your apology to todd payton carrot can we do it now yeah mate i'd like to issue a uh, formal apology i know he's a big listener of the podcast toddy yes um if you can switch off the chad townsend podcast for five minutes and um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, listen, listen back to this one, mate. There'll be no more knocking of Todd Payton for a few weeks, at least. Anyway, no, oh, beautiful. Um, just before before we wrap up, like the Cowboys, like they are in third spot. They haven't really, I mean, apart from the Eels, they haven't really had, I guess, a, a big signature win against a big team yet this year. But how do you really rate their chances? Like how how far could they go this year if they stay healthy? Oh, mate, I think everyone it, it, everyone's playing for second against Storm Panthers and. Mm. You know, if Eels have a have a proper proper good run, maybe. But I think everyone's just playing for second anyway. But no, I, I, I can see them finishing around that fifth, sixth mark. I, I think they'll fall away from the top four. I think the Eels and the Roosters or the, or the Eagles will um, get Sharks. in the top four in front of yeah. them. But um, yeah, Sharkies, Sharkies as well. But Sharkies play the Broncos soon. There'll be another loss for them. Um, so, mate, if they could finish fifth or sixth, it, what an improvement! What did they finish? Fifteenth last year. So. Yeah, uh, Hinchy. What about you, mate? Do you give the cows any chance to do any upsets? Probably come semi-final time. No, uh, they're playing well, but no, I just don't think <laughs> I don't think their uh, their quality is there across the park to do any damage come semi-final. So uh, I think they'll make the the top eight, no questions about that. But yeah, when it comes to the the crunch time of the year against the better sides, um, I don't think they'll be able to match it. So I'm going with a no. It's hard to talk to you boys. I mean, we've got the, the snobby Melbourne Storm supporter who sits from his pedestal and always finishes first and second every year. And then we've got the irrational, overconfident Broncos supporter who after two or three wins thinks his team's the best thing in the comp. So it's hard to have a serious footy conversation with you two boys at the moment. No, I'm being serious. Like, (laughs) (laughs) if if the Cowboys, if the Cowboys beat the Storm or the Panthers this year, then I will eat my own words. But until that happens, no, I I can't see him doing any damage. Let's get a soundbite for the podcast. What are you going to do? Give me something that you're going to do if the Cowboys do beat either the Panthers or the Storm in a game this season. Eat my words. No, nah, you got to eat something else. What? That sounds a bit wrong. Um, you got- Donut. <laughs> I think he's got to do a chewy and send it into the podcast. Yes, there you go. Got to do a chewy, Hinchy, and we'll we'll post the video on the NRL 720 podcast page. I'll do a I'll do a chewy from my work boots. Oh, beautiful! Yuck! After all those, they would have been bathroom toilets, random yeah. public room. Yeah, the awards nights he always goes to and stuff, and catches COVID and that. Yeah, yuck.
Yeah, it's not going to happen. So I can literally say anything. I'll do a nudie through Coles if you want me to. <laughs> we got that soundbite now, mate. We're going to hold you to that. <laughs> now nah, I'm I'm banned from Coles. Not allowed in there. Only Woolies. <laughs> That's going to do it for another episode of NRL 720 Podcast. Any of you boys going to be doing anything but watch Magic Round this weekend? No, mate. Magic Round, a couple of beers, get over COVID. I reckon that's my weekend set. Sounds good, mate. All right, we'll see you next week. Mate, thanks for having us. (laughs) you got to wait till the music finishes, Angie. (laughs)